Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority.
Good evening, everyone, and welcome to NetSN's weekly wrap-up show. It's your boy, Brett Swinney, here alongside is me is K.O. Kyle Owens, and we got CM Corey Marshall coming in here in just a second, and Vincent Johnson on his way. Uh, Kyle, how's it going this week, man? Man, it's, uh, it's going good. Started a new... Uh new schedule at work i like it I like it a lot i'd rather go in early and get off early than go in late and get off late so well, we're um, glad you got you're on that different schedule here because uh not you're like off you can get home you may have time to get your stuff together and not be like rushing through the door trying to throw your equipment on and get get ready so i'm sure that's a lot less stressful for you yes and then just like tonight i, I was in here about 10 minutes early but then I, I had some technical difficulties had to get it figured out we got it all figured out we're good to go now all right and we got the cory and vince here with us we got the got the whole crew here welcome fellas what's up i technically wasn't ready but i guess i'm in oh i'm sorry what's going on? sorry i just i thought you, good. I, I saw vince there i thought you were ready to roll too so um guys how does it feel this is our this is a new thing tonight uh, for us, this is our first episode, and we are live on uh, some new app that's come out. Uh, how's it feel to be live on our own app? Yeah, I'm feels good, man. I mean, we on the app, we on we we everywhere. Now, I don't know if you guys noticed, but we had a notification to remind people the show come on, and it you know, if you click on the link, it will bring you right here. So, hopefully, we've got a some people join us for the first time tonight that now know that we're here and uh, hope you'll stay with us tonight and talk 4A football. Uh, first thing I want to do is um, remind everyone, though, if you don't have the app and you're like, what's what's the app? Um, I've got something here for those folks. We can go right here to QR code right here. If you're if you're on an Apple device, QR code, you can scan it right here in the uh, in the show and it'll take you right to the app. You can download it. The Android one has been submitted and we're just waiting for it to be approved and uh We'll have that one going as well, and then we'll be on pretty much any mobile device. So it's uh, exciting times here at NetSN. I've got lots of good feedback, and since we haven't really, we've talked about the app, Corey and Vince. Kyle, uh, give us a quick take on uh, your thoughts on the app. Uh, it's very, it's very user friendly, I think, in um, in my opinion, and it's it's the the Football Friday app is kind of like all you know, big range of all Texas. This is more northeast texas and east texas centralized and so i i like it better because it's more local teams that we cover the teams i'm not i don't care about what you know the west texas teams are doing right now like i want to know what our teams are doing and it's it's more centrally located where all those teams are there and it's easy to access and you got pickums on there that you can do you got weekly polls that you can look at like it's just a it's a lot of cool stuff all the streams the past streams you can go and watch too so um i like it it's very accessible i think that especially in today's age where they're digital is growing that as many platforms as you can be on the better i think so i like it awesome awesome i know we've all talked about it. if you want to hear more about what vince core and myself thought we have an, uh, an episode of netizen news episode three we talk all about the app and break down the features of it so go check that out on our youtube channel but uh fellas it's foray night here on netizen we're going to preview our foray um just uh Man, I'm excited to do this one tonight. This is kind of the the meat of where we started. Uh, we've got lots of 4A football to talk about, and I'm, I'm just excited to look, take a look at these polls. Now, you guys, uh, on pref to preference, you you don't know how the polls turned out. I don't know that I really looked at them either yet, um, and they are live on the app uh, at this time, so you can go to them and check them out. Uh, they'll release 
um, each week as we talk about them. Um, so I'm going to go and uh, get that pulled up here a second. But guys, I it was tougher than in this, than last week. The the four A uh, East Texas area has got some really good teams. Um, what was what was harder to you, the top or the bottom? I, I thought the bottom was harder. I mean, I think it's it's pretty top heavy. I mean, you got your you know three or four favorites that you think could come out of this region and and win state or make a deep run. Outside of that, then it's kind of everybody clumped together. They're really good teams, but it's kind of everybody just clumped together. And and so to me, the top three or four were the easier part than the bottom mm-hmm. rest of them. Okay. Yeah. What do you, what about you, Corey and Vince? What do you got? I think I kind of agree with Kyle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean I, clearly the top, you know, especially number one is, I mean, it, it, the it, easiest thing to do was the, the top. The harder part would, was definitely the bottom. Okay. Well, what I'm going to do is we're going to, we're going to start from the bottom and work my way up. Uh, I'm going to go through the poll um, and then we'll go over kind of how we voted and we can argue back and forth of, of why we disagree because we're, we're and, and it's not going to be all the same. I mean, it's, it's preseason. Uh, we haven't seen these teams play. We're, we're basing this on, you know, last season, what they have coming back and kind of what our opinions are. So um, we'll start down at the bottom. We had a tie actually for the ninth position. That was nine and 10 um, for with Jasper and Van at number nine. Um, number eight was Sulphur Springs. Number seven was Lindale. Number six was Center. Uh, tie for fourth was Kilgore and Pleasant Grove. Uh, third was Gilmer. Second, Chapel Hill. And number one is Carthage in our preseason poll here on NetSN. Um, I'm sure we've got some thoughts on that as we go down through. Of course, Eddie's going to be here tonight. We know We know he's here with us. He's got some thoughts here early with us. Uh, Van and Sulphur Springs are the weakest of that group, what he's saying. And uh, Jasper should be behind Kilgore. Okay, that's uh, what Eddie's got. Um, let's go through kind of how we picked it, fellas. I've got the uh, results here. Um, y'all may or may not remember who you picked it. I, mean, I don't know when you picked these or Kyle's like, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. So <laughs> I'll just kind of go through. We'll start at the bottom that way. Um, we'll start with everybody's 10. Um, at 10, Kyle, you had Rusk. Uh, Vince, you had Van. Corey, you had Anna, the one of the sister schools, and I had Jacksonville at ten. So it's kind of, th- th- and like Kyle said, you've got a lot of um, different opinions here because the bottom was kind of wide open. I mean, until they start playing, it's going to be that way. Um, I think Jacksonville with Coach Holman is going to have a great season. They're going to contend in a District 9 for a playoff spot. They're not going to compete for District Championship. But I think that four spot is kind of open. Um, I think it's between Palestine, Jacksonville, Henderson. Um, you got a couple new co- newer coaches there with uh, Coach Baker and Henderson, You know, Coach Holman's second year at Jacksonville. And then Palestine is just always solid with a lot of athletes. So, I think Jacksonville could be one to watch out for um, in that district making a making playoffs because Coach Holman's a great coach. Uh, he was the coach uh, on that state championship team with Chapel Hill about 10, well, 12 years ago now. But um, I think that's kind of why I went with them. What do you, what were you guys on your 10, 10 seed there? I went with like them. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> no, ahead. I mean, uh, 
I mean, you know, they're in that same district with Sulphur Springs. And, you know, so we have to kind of rope them in that, you know, in that, that area. So, but, um, I mean, the Coyotes are they're pretty good. They beat center last year, you know. Um, I, I think they're, I mean, I think they're they're a pretty good football team. So they've 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 jumped some hurdles uh, this past couple of years. So they they have to be they have to be somebody to contend with, you know. So you got to watch out for them. I I went with Rusk because I'm this unlike last week. I'm I'm swimming in waters that I can actually you know. Get, tread in this week I, i'm familiar with these 4a teams i wasn't so familiar with 5a and 6a so um i picked Russ just because it's one of the more t- the teams i'm more familiar with they were they made the by district round last last uh last year and then they got you know seven starters returning on offense and that's a really tough district that they're in an 8 4a uh d2 with carthage center and van also in that district so for them to make the playoffs out of that district and have uh quite a few starters returning that's why I was looking at and uh, at least gave him the top 10. All right. I mean, man. I, I picked Van. I just felt like Van, they they started out, you know, um, being highly respected last year, but they, they kind of underperformed a little bit, I think. Uh, and a lot of that may have been because of who they lost the year prior. So um, – I just look for them to kind of bounce back, and I still think of them as a contender. So, um, yeah, I, I threw them in there at 10. Yeah, Van, I, I, I like that with Vince just because uh, Van's got a lot coming back. They were young last year, mm-hmm. um, and so they've got a really young group. I know we covered them in baseball, and they, they have a lot coming back. They've got some uh, some pretty good classes there, um, you know, coming back, though, as far as, you know, the junior, sophomore group from last year. So I think they're going to be – a tough of course they'll they'll be tested they've got you know lindale early chapel hill early so we'll know what van's made of in uh you know before district starts i think there um yeah. i want to correct what i said earlier i said anna they actually got beat by aubrey center got beat by aubrey last year it was a school it wasn't well, anna it was aubrey it was the, the other sister sister schools yeah yeah, I was right. like, I always get those mixed up. Anna Aubrey, Melissa, Anna Aubrey, Melissa, Anna Aubrey, Melissa. Okay, <laughs> that's okay, Corey. We'll we'll forgive you this time. It's okay. You know, it, it happens. We 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 aren't as young chickens as we used to. You know, it it happens. Man, I, I should know. I, I go I, every time I go up to that area. I always pass by that. You know, the little area. I, Anna Aubrey, Anna Aubrey, uh, Melissa, Anna Aubrey, Melissa. All right, so so we'll let Eddie. Eddie's got Sulphur Springs at ten on his list. So I mean. Solid, solid there for Eddie. All right, so we're going to move up the poll here. We've got uh, number nine. We had I had Van at nine. Um, Corey has Cato Mills. Uh, Vince has Kaufman. And Kyle has Palestine. Um, again, like I said earlier, I, I, I like Van. Um, I think they're going to be – their schedule is very tough. They're going to have – they're going to have Center, Rusk, Carthage just in their district. Then they've got uh, – you know, Van and Lindale on the preseason schedule, um, just to name a few there. And I think they play – is it? Are, they're the ones that play uh, Pine Tree first, first yes. game. So that's another that's, – that's step up. That's two classes up – or two divisions up, I guess, because Van's uh, four Division two, Pine Tree five in Division two. So Van's, Van's challenging themselves. So I think they're, they're solid. Um, actually – Wow, Eddie, I'm agreeing with Eddie on this one. Van, he has Van number nine. I, I, I feel honored that I've picked the same as Eddie here. I must be on the right track. Yeah, Eddie, you, 
you and Eddie could both be wrong, but it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very possible. You know, I, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Y'all right, can well, definitely Corey, be wrong. Well, Corey, tell us tell us about Cato Mills. I, I mean, I if you look at Cato Mills, no, they, no, they've, no, done, they've done they've done some Corey. damage. I have a question though, Corey. Okay. What's and you guys, mean? you guys remind me what this last year, Corey would not vote last year. For, Corey would not vote for without side of 30 miles of Tyler. And now he's going to for his first two poll picks are Anna and Cato Mills. Two 96 Ooh. teams. Yeah. So what are, <laughs> what are we doing, Corey? Like, are you going? Oh, to wait, wait, oh, okay. So, so now we're doing 96. Now we're we doing 96. No. Okay. That's okay. That's fine. That's, that was that's, the rules, right? Cool, that was the yeah. Rules, right. That was the rules, yeah. Because we check, remember with the only poll we had that question last year was the five a six a poll, and that's why we decreased it to five. That's why because we didn't weren't going to include these teams that were non East Texas. So I'm just asking, Corey, you just you know, just tell me. I, I mean, all of the groups, all of these teams have East Texas teams in their district, so that's why I grouped them in there. So well, last year that, we said okay, Lancaster, and you yet to vote for Lancaster yet. That was our argument last yeah, year. Yeah, I was like. That was in the middle of the year. I was like, you know what? I'm not even gonna go there because it was already done. So I'm not gonna vote for him. I was like, just wait till nation started with a clean slate. So I'm start with a clean slate. Okay. This, okay. This, this is what it is. All right. Go ahead, Cattle Mills. I just had to point that out because you know that was last year. I, I knew somebody was going. I knew somebody was going to hate. I knew somebody was going to hate. I'm not. Hating. I knew, I knew the Cattle Mills. I knew the Cattle Mills pick was going to throw everybody. Cattle Mills. Y'all got to be watching. You got to keep up with the football, man. Conrad's pointing you out here. Cattle Mills is in a district with Dallas schools. Quinlan Ford, Willis Point, and Sunnyvale. Willis Point's an East Texas school, though. Willis Point is an East Texas school. Very, very close. the edge. Very close. It's on the edge, but that's just like Terrell. Terrell is is Terrell an East Texas school? Listen, (laughs) Lancaster is not an East Texas school, but we did it last year. So guess what? We're doing it this year. That's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, you see my point. Is it not weird or what? It's weird. Exactly. I prove my point again. Doesn't matter. But that's not so a, make that, it weird I, all the way over. It's, my, it's my, my only argument with that is, Corey, we don't cover that district. That's not one of the teams. If you go into the app, do you see that district in, in their entirety? I don't remember. I didn't go well, out through. I didn't, I didn't hey, search through. Terry, Terry I know said, they, I know that was not East Texas. So Terry's here watching. He said that's not an East Texas school. So exactly, you know. Will's Point is. But that's that's the line, like that Will's Point Terrell. That's kind of that line. Okay, All right. I would say Will's Point's the farthest western East Texas school. Yeah. Okay. Mate. That's not. All right, that's Corey. Not bad. All right, that's well, not a bad thing. Corey, tell us about Caddo Mills. Then let's go. I'm listening. I want. I don't know anything about Caddo Mills. I didn't research them. So tell me about them. Tell school. They've advanced to the playoffs a couple years in a row, pushed Gilmer to the brink a couple years ago. Got a great quarterback, good wide receivers. That's not a bad school. Got to watch out for them either way. Okay. Hey, I have a, I have a fun fact about Caddo Mills. A couple years ago, Van played Caddo Mills in the playoffs in Mesquite, and me and Jeremy were doing the game. And never seen this before in football in my life, and will never see it again. Van recovered four onside kicks in a row against Caddo okay. Mills. Uh, they had a terrible first half, did Van. Cattle Mills came out on fire. It was that year that Cattle Mills was undefeated um, all in, up into the playoffs until they lost. And then, um, But they were a really good football team. But Cattle Mills took like a 30-point lead in the first half. And so Van was coming back, and they had to keep kicking onside kicks, recovered four of them in a row. Never seen that in my life. So it's been a little fun fact about Cattle Mills. And they have a great, great mascot, the 
foxes. The foxes. foxes. Is there another the green fox? Was the foxes? I don't think so. I don't, I don't really know of one off the top of my head. That's, like, that's a different one. Foxes. I'm like okay, the green foxes. Hey, I've seen I've seen worse. Okay. All right, Kyle, tell us about Palestine. I like Palestine. Kind of the same thing I did with uh, Rusk. It's one of those teams that I'm more familiar with. They didn't have the best season last year, only a four and six record, but they made the playoffs and they have 15 of their 22 starters returning um, combined in there in that district of doom with Chapel Hill, Kilgore and Lindell. So uh, kind of the same thing I said about Rusk for them to make the playoffs in that district. I think Palestine even I don't I think they'll make the playoffs again this year, but you put them in a different district, they may not be the fourth seed in those other districts. I think they got a really good football team. They're just in an extremely tough district. Yeah, I, I, they're tough to play against too because they've got if they get ahead, they run it down your throat. Um, and so you you if you get ahead on Palestine, you're in good shape. But if you get behind, it's tough to come back. Chapel Hill learned that lesson a few years back. They they got it behind in the first half, uh, came out, made some changes, almost came back, but they were just too far behind because when Palestine gets it, it's it's just tough to get the ball back. They're they're a ball control team, so I, I like that. I mean, nothing wrong. I think. Like I said with my Jacksonville pick, I, I think there's three teams there. I think Palestine was a little bit of ahead of Jacksonville Henderson, but I see them two taking a step up this year and being a little more competitive. And Because I think a couple of those games were pretty close last year, so that four spot to me is just a coin flip. Whoever plays well or makes the least mistakes, so – but I, I think they're all good teams. Like you said, in that district is tough. So there's not a, there's not an easy game in that district. It's going to no. be a dogfight week in and week out. No, and I talked to several coaches at Coach's Clinic, uh, Coach Cochran and Coach Reardon, and that they they definitely agree with that. Like, you know, anybody can be anybody. Because uh, I asked for teams they're looking for, and they they basically were like, we're looking at everybody. You know, Athens has been kind of at the bottom, but you know, maybe Vince will have uh, some inside tips on Athens this year. You know, he had a few last year. Maybe those will come to fruition this year because Coach Harold and them always are competitive as well. So, I mean, top to bottom, just no no nights off in District 9 for a Division One. All right, Vince, you got Kaufman. Tell us about Kaufman. Uh, Terry's got a little bit of t- Terry's got a little information on Kaufman here for you. Um, he's got a quarterback that's a junior, coach's son. We know how those are. Yeah. Well, Kaufman, I like Kaufman. Uh, they got beat by um, who did they lose to in playoffs? China Springs, I think. Um, but they, I think they finished about at the time when I was looking. I got my book over here, but I think they finished about like eight and four or something like that, or uh, maybe seven and five. But I think it was, I don't know, I think it was eight and four. Uh, they look good, obviously. I think they're in their district. Um, they're probably the top contender in their district. Um, and I look for them to make another try to make another run in playoffs. But you know, the way the way it struck, I mean, first of all, 4A is just tough. I mean, you got when you run into China Springs pretty early, like it's like, what are you supposed to do? You know, like, uh, and I think. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, Anna is in their district, I think. Um, I, I just like them. I, I think they're a great team. Uh, like, like um, who was that that said that Terry, um, 
they they got a they got a good quarterback coming back. Uh, I expect some great things out of them. I did put them at what were they at number nine or number eight on my list or something like that. Number eight. Yeah. Number nine. nine. Number nine. nine, yeah. So they've got Sulphur Spring. They're in there with Anna and Sulphur Springs, uh, Vince. Yeah, but I think I think they're tougher than Sulphur Springs to me. So, um, but you know that remains to be seen. You know, so 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 Vince, I have a question. You said they're tougher than Sulphur Springs. Mm-hmm. You voted for Sulphur Springs as eight in your poll. I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? I should have switched them. I should have switched them <laughs> is what I was supposed to do. I think I got confused because I, I, in my head, I had Kaufman. That's why I said number eight at first. I guess I just switched it. But either way, it's okay. eight or nine, it, it don't that. matter at that point. I was going to the next line. And I'm like, wait, there's Vince with uh, Sulphur Springs. So, so yeah. we're gonna, we'll go to we'll go to the number eight, um, and I'll let you go first since you you're already talking well, about Sulphur Springs. Sulphur Springs is also a good team. I have, and again in that district. Um, I think Kaufman is going to – I feel like Kaufman is going to top everybody out. Um, last year, I believe – the reason in my head I had Kaufman over Sulphur Springs is because Kaufman beat Sulphur Springs last year, and I thought it was pretty convincing. Hey, uh, Eddie's, coming at, Eddie's coming at you with some numbers here, Vince. Kaufman is projected to go four and six. Who told you that? <laughs> <laughs> Who told you that? That ain't what my book said. <laughs> uh, nah, but um, but yeah, I, I still think Silver Springs is a good team. I don't think they're better than Kaufman, though, in my opinion. I, I may have got them mixed up in my poll, but uh, I wanted them in over them just slightly. Um, they're still a competitor, obviously, um, but I think their hurdle is going to be Kaufman. And like you said, Anna is in there, too. Anna is going to be at the top of that, so... Um, they're fighting for second. All right, so I got the the number eight picks. Of course, Vince had Sulphur Springs. Uh, I had Palestine. Corey has Kilgore, and Kyle has Van. Uh, Palestine again, like Kyle just said, they're they're going to be right there. That's why I have Jacksonville and Palestine kind of ranked here. I think I do think those two, with possibly Henderson fighting for that four spot, they're in a tough district. Um, they've they've always got good athletes and good speed, and they're dangerous opponent. Because you just if they come out on you, they can get ahead. Like I said, and they're tough. Um, Kyle, you got Van there. Uh, tell us, tell us about Van. <clears throat> well, to touch on on uh, Vincent's point earlier when he was talking about Van, they they had a, a good year last year, but they had a lot of injuries. Um, injuries really riddled, and I know you could pretty much say that with any high school team, but it just seems like Van got bit at, the, at key positions last year at key moments. Um, with some injuries, but still made the playoffs. Uh, Coach Moffitt always does a great job over there with the Vandals, getting them ready to play. They're going to play you tough every week. It's not going to be an easy out to be yeah, Vandals. Yeah, that's Chapel Hill. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So um, I, I think they're going to have a good season. I, I really like what Van's doing. They got eight starters returning on offense. Uh, Jackson Moffitt's going to be playing quarterback this year, uh, Coach's son. So yeah. I think I think he'll be able to to run the offense well. They'll, they're going to be hurting on defense. They lost Bo Barton. He went to Rice, and uh, he was all over the field for their defense. So they're going to have to replace some holes defensively. But I think Van's going to have a good team this year. I think they'll they'll make the playoffs again, I believe. Yeah, they're they're really young. And, and like Kyle said, they have a lot returning. And anytime you can have a coach's son at your, as your quarterback position, that's never a bad thing. Because um, he's usually, you know, that's a lot of extra 
game film time, probably at the house. You know, they can just kick back and watch film and just break it down. And he's probably grown up on the sideline. So, yeah, he's probably been reading defenses since he was, you know, a kid. So, yeah, I think that's a that's a key thing for them. And like their their district is tough. I think that district though, kind of the four up top are kind of just. I don't say way better than the rest of the district, but I think they're kind of ahead a, a of the bottom. I think there's a clear district. cut top four in yeah. that district. Uh-huh. So, all right. So, all right, Corey, let's move to you. You got Kilgore eight. Tell us why. Pick them eight. I mean, no research, no pun intended. Um, I mean, I think they're returning a lot of guys, a few guys on their team. I just don't think they'll be as strong as they were this past year. Okay. All right. I think, of course, it's Kilgore. So I think they'll just. They're going to be talented. You know, I don't want to just, I don't want to nitpick them. Honestly, you know, without, without thinking about it, I don't want to, it's, it's hard for me to rank any, anybody in the district at this point. Um, I think, I think majority of the teams are going to be talented. And that's the thing about it. Everybody's <laughs> going to get better. Eddie, and, Eddie, talking to you, Corey. I'm not looking at Eddie because I don't, I don't want I don't talk about it. But um, you know, it's 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 like I said before, every team is going to get better in the district. Um, I thought Palestine was probably going to be the scarier team, one of one of the dark horse teams, the scary team. But I, I Kilgore's Kilgore's got a they got a lot to prove. Kilgore, Kilgore and Lindell's got a lot to prove this year. I don't think they're as loaded as as a lot of the teams are. I think Jacksonville's pretty decent. I think Palisades gonna be pretty good. It's gonna be an upset somewhere in the district. Okay. All right. Let's move on up to uh number seven here. We got uh me and Kyle both had Sulphur Springs and Corey and Vince, y'all had Lindale. So we had a split two and two. Uh Kyle, you want to talk about uh Sulphur Springs and I'll to I'll uh, chime in with you. Yeah, I think I, I think Sulphur Springs is uh is kind of on the up the uptick this year as well. They got you know seven starters returning on their offense as well. Uh, Coach Faircloth, I, I believe either last year or year before last was his first year there. So uh, kind of a new system that they're trying to to install over there in Sulphur Springs. They got their quarterback coming back. They made the playoffs last year. They're in that tough district that uh, Vince was talking about with Anna Kaufman and Paris, kind of the the top four teams along with Sulphur in that district. So I think it's going to be a, a a tough road for the Wildcats, but um, I just like what they got going on in Sulphur Springs. Yeah, they're 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 so they're in a tough district and a tough region because um, of course they're going to line up over there against you know China Spring and that district you know that other district of Dune uh, per se uh, with Stephenville and uh, I think that's there's another somebody else over there. Uh, well, Alvarado. They, they played Dallas Carter in the first round last year and only lost by four, thirty-seven, thirty-three. So they played. Dallas Carter really hard um, in that first round. But, yeah, you're right. They're China Spring, like you said, Coffin, they got to go through. Yeah, yeah, Alvarado, China Spring, Stephenville, and La Vega, all in the same district. And they're in that same region. So it's tough. You're going to go through. that region, too. Yes, Solana, right. So that's just a tough region to go through. Um, I think, again, I'm I'm with you. I think they battle Anna for the district championship. I think they're right there. I I think just for what they've got coming back, I think them and Coffin and Anna are above. I, I like them kind of right there between the two um, for me, but I, I think I think Silver Springs will be tough. Craig um, Vince and uh, Corey, y'all got Lindale here. What do you got with Lindale? 
I mean, Lindell is Lindell. They 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 had a, a they had a tough beat last year with uh, with uh, finishing what third for the district, um, and it wasn't it wasn't really close. <laughs> Uh, it was Chapel Hills and, and Kilgore's race. But, again, Lindell is still a good team. They're well-coached, uh, very disciplined, um, and and they they get after it on defense. So I I really do like Lindell, and I like their defense. Um, offensively, they do have some weapons too. But um, I think number eight just – or or uh, number was it number eight or number seven? Number seven. Number seven. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I had him seven. I was, I'm trying to remember it all in my head. I I got it like I got a photographic memory of. Where where's I, your I, Where's your I, diagram? Where's your diagram, events? Uh, I didn't I didn't create no no diagram, man. I I kind of just I went through my book and I just I put it in the system and everything. I didn't write nothing down this time. I don't have no chart. For everybody oh, this time. We need it. We need a chart. We need this chart. It's not the chart yeah, today. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have, have a chart, chart of madness. You gotta <laughs> add a pin. You, gotta add a for, uh, you know, for the playoffs for that. <laughs> I'll say that. So, so we but, got uh, uh, Eddie's got Eddie's got them at eight. So that's pretty close. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's pretty wrong. close. Yeah, I I think Lindell is a good team. I mean, honestly, I I think they're a really good team. I think where I put them at is pretty solid. They're gonna they're gonna make some noise. Uh, I don't think they're ready yet ready yet to display the kind of dominance they had a couple of years ago uh, with the big tailback that they had back then. Um, but uh, I, I think they're gonna make a little noise this year. So okay. yeah, I got them at seven. Well, well, I'm gonna bring in I'm gonna bring in our, our guest expert tonight real quick before I let Corey on. Um, he's our Tyler Paper correspondent. Mr. Brandon Ogden is joining us here. Brandon, what's, going on? what's up, Brandon? Guess Brandon? Using that term "expert" loosely. Uh, hey, <laughs> we 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 need some expert knowledge here. We got we got uh, we got Corey that's picking uh, Anna and and Cato Mills and teams in the DFW area. We, we need we need I, you to I, we need you to reel him in. I'm mesmerized by Vincent's backdrop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <That's your man. laughs> Yeah, my All superman. Right. I always got to keep right. that in somewhere. All right, Brandon. So I had so I had Brandon make a poll of his own, uh, so he could kind of compare where he's sitting and as far as where we are. So we're we're sitting at seven right now, Brandon. So give us your uh, your ten through seven there, and and why you went with who you went with there. I went, I went uh, Sulphur Springs at ten, and then uh, that that last spot I was deciding between Sulphur Van and uh, Libriallo. Okay. And then, uh, but uh, Sulphur's a, uh, you know, they, they had uh, all three of those teams had a pretty good season last year, had kids back, but uh, just, I, I don't know, I just went with Sulphur there. Palestine at nine, they've been a consistent playoff team that you know, they get fourth every year, but they're in that loaded district that has represented that region three years in a row now. And then the year right before that, they went to the third round. So I think, and they got a lot back. I think they're knocking on that door and, uh, you know, they're, they're the team that's given Chapel Hill the toughest game every year. They beat Chapel Hill two years ago when Chapel Hill met. So, you know, Brandon, that, Brandon, that's a sore subject, Brandon. That's a sore subject. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just giving some reasoning. And, uh, <laughs> Jasper at eight, and uh, that uh, you know, Jasper there, uh, always always uh, a good team. And I, 
I, I text you asking you if you included Jasper, so you said I could. And uh, uh, you know, they got Ty Anthony Smith, A&M commit, uh, one of the best linebackers in the country. Uh, Jasper's always got athletes, and they. And then I had center at seven, which seems low because center, you know, center's a really, really good team this year. They're just there's a lot of good four A teams in East Texas this year, and uh, but center's the one I could see making that making that jump. And uh, I, I don't remember what week it is, but whenever they play Carthage late in the year, the athletic talent on that field is just going to be unreal uh, with with uh, Cash Cross at quarterback and Caden Dixon at running back. Hey, hey, Brandon, you know where you can watch that game? Oh, right. Uh, well, NetSN slash the Rider Sports Network or whatever, right? Yeah, NetSN. No, it's just NetSN. It's okay. just NetSN. NetSN has that game now. The Center Rough Rider Sports is now a part of NetSN. So, yeah, we'll have that game. And uh, so, you know, if you're not able to make that game, you know, you know, or you're somewhere else at another football game, you can tune in right there, right there on the app. Well, if you miss it, you can go back and watch it. Yeah, watch it later. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so our poll, Brandon, I'll just – since you weren't here, our tabletted poll between the four of us combined, we have we have Jasper and Van tied for ninth and tenth, basically. We have Sulphur Springs, eight, Lindell, seven. We have Center, six, Kilgore and Pleasant Grove tied for fourth. Uh, Gilmer, third, Chapel Hill, second, and Carthage, first. And we're just kind of going up – and talking about each one of our picks as we go up. So we're on seven. Um, Vince and Corey were talking about Lindell. Corey, you, you hadn't got to throw in your your what you your two cents on Lindell. Um, go ahead. Well, uh, I think any kind of BB two it, they're replacing eight on the offense. O line is going to be very young. Um, got probably one of the best offensive line, not one of the best, the best offensive line in East Texas, one Alabama. Um, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what Lindell does. The, the special playmakers, um, I don't know if they have the right guys uh, right now. But, you know, Coach Cocker, man, this is what happens when you have a program. You don't you don't rebuild, you reload. Yeah. And, you know, their habits and you, you coach habits from this point on. Winning is contagious. Those guys, those kids know how to win. You come in, you gotta fill, gotta fill the shoes, and I think they, I think I don't think they're gonna reload as you know as that much firepower, but I think they're they're gonna be able to compete. So you're not gonna count them out of that district at all. Yeah, so so I got to talk to Coach Crocker a little bit, and he mentioned the offensive line and how much they were gonna have to replace. Now he has obviously he has Poe, a talented tackle. He had the other tackle, I can't make it the kid's name, but he was on JV yeah. last year. And the only reason he, what, go ahead. Christian Petway. And he there you had, go. He was I, I about him yesterday. He had he he saw some varsity time. He's he's got some D one interest. Big big boy on that right tackle. That's those three middle spots that they're trying yeah, to figure out. That's what he was trying to. They're yeah. competing for the middles, and he had five guys competing for three interior spots. But he said that he played. The only reason he didn't play as much last year is because how talented the line was last year. Um, it just shows how much they lost on the line. So um, that's the thing. Like. You know, they've got a lot to replace the line. That that line is bigger than you think. Um, when you won't have anybody to protect your quarterback or your running back, it can make your your talent look a lot less on the field when you don't have anybody protecting them because you don't can't open a hole for your guys. Um, it can make for a long and painful night. Um, so that's what we had at seven. So we'll move up to six now. I don't know that this will ever happen the rest of the season on this poll, but we all agreed on number six, all four of us. 
So everybody here voted for center at number six on our poll. So you know, shout out, guys. We are on the same page there on that one. Um, we kind of have inside information. We obviously we're doing center sports now and, and bringing them in. Um, I like center. I think I think they've got a chance. I know we've always talked about how good Carthage is, and and they're and they are still good. But this could be a year center could get them if they don't play well. I think Carthage is going to be slightly down. The longer the season goes on, they're going to get better. So it, I'm not saying they're going to beat them, but it's a, it's the chance of this. They've gotten a little closer right here. I think this year's center team, I mean, they're returning a lot back on offense. They've got some things to replace on defense, talking to Coach Meeks uh, a few weeks ago. But they've got a chance with, with the Dixon kid at running back. I mean, he's a stud. I mean, I've seen some highlights of him. I can't wait to get to watch some games of his on that SN. Um, and so I'm excited to see what they do. Eddie said he's got them at nine and one. So, you know, we'll we'll see if that's that's probably the Carthage game. Of course they play uh a Louisiana team. Is it Bird? I think maybe they play a Louisiana team, so I'm not sure which one of those he's got as the loss, but um I think that they're dangerous and, and very talented. Uh guys, uh, give me some takes on center. Okay. Well, I didn't know. Sorry, uh, first. Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, I, I think I, I like center. Again, they're in the tough district with uh, with Carthage. Um, I, I think they've got a lot to replace on defense, Like kind of like you said. That's going to be the only question mark for me. I think offensively they're going to be able to put up points with anybody. Um, it, just my question is, will, will they be able to stop anybody or get enough stops to win the game? So, um, But I, I'm, I'm, I really like center. I think they're going to have a really good season. I think – I think they could be a sleeper team come playoff time too, where they can make a uh, make a make a run in the playoffs this year. All right, I like that. I just I, I don't I you know I I don't know if we were on a show when I said this. Maybe we were just talking to the center guys, but I, I told them I said I I would love to see them beat Carthage, <laughs> uh, and I think that they. Um, that they might be able to do it. They might be able to pull it off this year and just kind of shock them. Um, so, I mean, and they're, they're part of the family, so I got to give them that respect too. So, um, yeah, I, I, I dropped them in at, at number six. So, so here's all I was going to say. I'm not going to disrespect them. They play North DeSoto, by the way. North no, DeSoto is Louisiana. Thank you, Corey. Um I'm not going to disrespect anybody. And uh, we said this and I made a little joke about it last time. I was like, well, Carthage wasn't as good as they were and, you know, as they've been in the past and they just went undefeated the year before, right? That's the stupid for you to say, you know. However, Center did play them better than anybody else played them last year, mm-hmm. pretty much besides Gilbert, right? And you know how good Center is. You know how good, you know, Carthage is. Carthage is like the East Texas Bama, okay? That's just, let's call it what it is. You know, and they just they just keep rolling. They they do, they do everything the right way, for some reason on the field, and so I, I just you know I'm I'm rooting for Carthage this year, man. I, I really am. I, I think they're one of those teams that could possibly go nine and one. They could possibly get an upset along the way. I'm I'm rooting for them. They they were tough last year. They made it deep in the playoffs, and I mean for a team like that, they always have great athletes. You know, you can never count on a team with good athletes. So, so hey, shout so out to Corey, shout out to center. So are you, are Corey? Are you saying that 
that because I'm saying Carthage is not as good because they lost players, I'm I'm not very smart. Is that what you're saying? Because they did lose some players. They're, they're, they're going to take a slight step back. They they have to put it. They're going to be playing a sophomore quarterback. I know it's a coach's son, but he doesn't have very much varsity experience. I'm saying so he probably he may be better than Cuff, but Connor Cuff was a, a two or three year starter for them on offense. And you what lose your. Wait, what are we talking about? We talking about center, right? Well, no, he said that the, Corey, Corey took a shot at me because I said center, Carthage Ooh. was taking a step back. He said anybody that was taking his oh, cartridge. No, I, I, I guess I, I don't know. I guess I missed no, that. I said, I, I yeah, that. I, yeah, I said that. I said that Carthage uh, a couple of weeks ago. I was saying that Carthage was not as strong as they were. Well, they they're know, not. A few years ago. they're not as strong as they were last no, year. No, no, they're no, they're not. I was okay, just saying was it was a joke. Sure. That they just went undefeated. I you know, you t- I thought you were coming at me over here, Corey, with some with some you know that I was not that was not smart for picking Carthage. You feel oh. I, I mean, I was, I was trying to defend my point. The disrespect. Yeah, I was. You're right. The disrespect. So, so <laughs> he's, he's about to pull out the pick him belt on me. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> and that's not me saying Carthage is bad by any means. I'm not. They're they're really good. They're they're probably yeah. they're 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 ranked number one in our poll for a reason. But they're not the Carthage of last year or the year before. I think they've they're going to take a exactly. step back. Over time, they may be better, but right now, I don't think that they're as good as they were last year because they're going to have their they're only bringing back 11 stars, they lost half the starters, so they're going to have to replace them. Of course, they're going to have some. And like Eddie said, Cartage was not able to bring in transfers this year, so they had a couple that know that at least one kid that transferred in and went back, and and so that was a big deal. The, the Dangerfield kid transferred over to Carthage and then he went back to Dangerfield. So um that's that's my only thing. I'm I'm think I'm all in with Carthage. I think they're still good. I just think center, I know they were they they could have gotten a lot. This is the year that Center, Pleasant Grove, Gilmer, those guys could get a piece of Carthage this year. They better get it right now because the, they're gonna get better as Surratt's son gets better. They're gonna get better. Because I think the, the running backs, I don't think they lost they got three running backs back, I think. So the the running back game will be good. So they'll probably rely on the run a lot. I mean, they'll be it'll just be a different team without Connor Cuff in there. I mean, he's just been kind of the consistent factor of Carthage for the last two or three years. So um, that's that's my only thing. So that's that was my defense, Corey. I would I, I don't I think they're I'm not saying they're not good. Carthage is still going to be very good. I just think oh, it, yeah. at the start of the season, I think they're going to have. And and I'm sure Coach Surratt's going to have them in, in form by the end of the we all we didn't know how that goes, but early they they're gettable early. So if you get them early, you, you never know. Hmm. All right, Brandon, who you got Jeez. at six? I uh, uh, six. I had uh, I had Lindell because I had Lindell in center switch. Like I, but it was I mean at Lindell Kilgore and center. I had all about the same. You know, it was just like a kind of flip a coin for five, six, and seven. Okay. And then, uh, but yeah. So. Okay. Okay. So, so how off was I, Brandon? Do you, what do you think about Carthage stepping? Is it going to be? Do you think they're they're going to be a little bit? Or are they going to be better already at the first year? What do you I mean? What do you think? I mean, it's, it's Carthage. They're never going to be down, and then I mean, they're going to be right there fighting for a spot at AT and T every year, no matter because at Carthage is more about it. You know, it's cliche to say this, but at there it really matters. It's more about the name on the front than the back there because, I mean, they, they 
you okay, you said yeah, they had Connor Cup the last two years. Before that they had Kyle Horton who's at Tulane. Before that they had, you know, Gunnar Cap, Sidarius Boxer, Anthony Morgan. They you know they've had that the quarterbacks yeah. just keep coming there. And good teams. I'm just saying as far no re- there's no reason to think Jets gonna be any yeah. different. Oh, he'll be good. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying, you know, it's a first year starting job for him. So it's gonna be, you know, he's young. So yeah, but they yeah, they still got a lot of weapons in a lot of places and uh, it's Carthage. It's, I mean, it's, it's what they do there. Yeah. Well, my, I mean, my if, only you argument, if you can't throw, you run it to your, to your all-state running back. And my only argument with that was if there's a year to get them, you better get them now because they're only going to – with him at the quarterback, they're only going to get better the next two or three. So, you know, but get how many them. Years have people, how many people, years have people said that in the past 16 years? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. And you've only got, them, yeah. you've only got them seven times. They've won nine of those. Yeah, so. it's, it's very <laughs> true. But I think, and I think Eddie will agree. This Pleasant Grove has got, and we'll, I'm sure we'll get to him on the board. But this is their, their, they've got a lot of seniors coming back. This is a senior laden team, and they've got, if they're going to have a chance to get them, this is their year to get them, um, as far as with with the group that they've got now. So, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't make Lindell's bad there, Brandon. I, I'm, again, I think. I, I do think Lindell takes a, a little bit of a step back with that that line and on both sides of the ball. And they're not like coach Cochran said, their, their depth is their problem right now. I think he said they've got, they've got to build some depth. And so talking to him, uh, that was his concern. It wasn't that he had the talent. It's just, he does, he's, he's kind of going to be not as deep as he has been in the past right away. So he's got to build and build some of that up. So, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I have no argument with them, with them right there at, uh, at six, um, moving up to five, speaking of Lindell, Kyle, your alma mater, you got him at five. What are you thinking yeah. of Lindell Eagles? I want to, I want to hear from the Lindellian. What do you, what do you got, in Lindell? Well, that's why I've been quiet this whole time. Y'all been talking about Lindell. I just wanted to to hold off. I I do agree. They they do have a, a lot to replace offensively, especially on the offensive line. They do have arguably the best offensive lineman in the state uh, coming back to their football team. Well. You could argue country. I don't, I, but I, I, okay. So for sure state then. He so, was, Kyle yeah. was being humble there. He was just, <laughs> he was but it, Casey Poe, but he can't play all the positions. He can only can he play block four guys at once. I don't think so. Maybe. Um, it's an off, <laughs> Eddie's got something for you, Kyle. That's fine. I understand. Here's the <laughs> thing. Um, Liddell, I, the only thing I'll disagree with when I heard Vince say it earlier Defensively, they are not good. They were not good last year defensively. Y'all got a firsthand look at that when Chapel Hill put up seventy nine. Uh, Kill was Chapel up. Hill. I, I don't. I don't. No, but, I don't, I, but the thing is, it was Chapel Hill. I, I, you know, what I'm saying I'm not holding that against them. They put yeah. Chapel Hill did that to a lot of people. Yeah, that's what we do. Forty nine in the regular <laughs> season, and then they put up sixty in the uh, in the playoffs. <laughs> Like they, yeah. they, the defense is not good. The defense is not good. They gave up a, a lot of points last year. If they need to shore up that defensive, that defensive unit, I think, to make a, a deeper run. But I do trust Coach Cochran. Um, he was at Lindell when I was at Lindell. So I'm, I, I have a relationship with Coach Cochran and the offensive line coach, Jacob Alford. I graduated with him. He's the offensive line coach at Lindell, one of the better offensive linemen to come through Lindell. He was undersized, but played uh, center and, and guard. So, um, I, I trust that he will get those those boys running in the right direction. I will say last year when we were covering the Lindell Van game and we went on the field before the game, 
and I know this is last year, but Lindell's offensive line was massive. Like they looked like grown men out there in, in high school, the whole line. So I know only a couple of them coming back for that, but they'll they'll be good on the on the edges. Just got to see what the the interior line's going to look up look like. But um, defensively, if they can get some some more stops on defense, I think the offense is going to be fine. Defensively, and I actually wrote about this. So it came out in today's paper, but it was it came online yesterday. But defensively, it's the linebacker spot where they're really trying to find that depth because they took one of their better linebackers, moved him up front. Uh, Jake Kerbo, he's mm-hmm. going to have a, he had a big year last year. He's going to have a big year again this year. And, and so the defensive front is re- really good, and the secondary is really good. And the linebacker, they're just trying to find that depth there. And I think once they and, and that's an important spot, yeah. especially in high school football. You have the, the linebackers are you gotta get that middle short up if you're gonna but if they can get that going that can be the key and then so and then offensively you know we talked about their offensive line well you got returning quarterback clint thurman who's very dynamic and marcus field Mm -hmm. is one of the most underrated receivers uh in east texas uh six five just can go get it one of the best athletic receivers and so uh, that'll be a a good uh spot for lindale and so yeah field field is really good distracting me over there that's the Sam Houston eat them up Bearcats. Yeah, I was about to say Sam. Go on, Sam Houston. He's the, and, and you're right, Clint Thurman coming back. If and Brandon, I don't know if you remember this quarterback at Lindell, but he reminds me a lot of a, a Clay Price or a, a Lucas Shipman yeah. uh, at Lindell. Yeah. Kind of a, a smaller quarterback and can throw the football, but it's more of an athletic quarterback that can get out of the pocket and, and make some plays. So I'm excited to see what Lindell does this year. Like, I'm just worried about the defensive side. I'm not really so much worried. They'll put up points, but can they stop people? Is my question. Yeah. All right, Corey, you got Jasper at five. Tell us about the Jasper Bulldogs. The Maroon Bulldogs of Jasper. Shout out Sam Houston State alum, Coach Cumbie, Jasper alum. <laughs> I, I told you I wasn't going to disrespect him. And, you know, whenever a head coach goes back to his alma mater, you always wish him well. They've got – probably one of the best linebackers in the state, if not the best linebacker in the state going to Texas and then wish it was Texas, but he's going to end up. Listen, you know, Jasper's good. They've been climbing. They got a rough district. Silsby's in their district. So, you know, they got to play rough and tough. You know, I, I'm Jasper's holding on Well, they were what, 10 and two last year. So, I mean, Hey, you, you gotta, you got to keep playing football. And that's one of going, that's one of the tougher teams I'm gonna give a lot of give a lot of shout out to. Him. I'm gonna shout him out all all time, all year long, especially on this show. We keep doing it. This that that team's gonna be really good. I don't know if they're as talented um, as the other schools around them, like the like the centers and you know stuff like that. But they are pretty good either way. And, and I'm I'm gonna give them. I'm giving them props. They shot up in Nepal. I told them to give them this props. I was so shout out to Coach Cumbie and the Jasper Bulldogs. Y'all keep repping. All right, so uh, at five, me and Vince both have Kilgore here. Um, to me, um, the top four that I voted for in the poll, I thought were kind of a step above the rest, uh, in my opinion. Um, Kilgore's right there, but I think they take a step back a little bit this season. Um, I think the District of Doom is – I think it's more level this year. I think Chapel Hill's kind of above everyone else, and then everyone else, there's like – you know, Kilgore's still, I think, the second best team, but I think there's there's more. They're a lot closer than they have been in the past. I, I and Kilgore may surprise me. They may come out and 
and play better than I thought. But I just think that um, they're not as good as they have been the past couple years. I think they're going to be a little bit back. Uh, Vince, you got them at five as well. What do you, what do you see in Kilgore? Mm, pretty much the same thing. I think Kilgore is a good team. Uh, they fight hard every year. Um, the district is uh, – last year it came down between them and Chapel Hill, and Chapel Hill got, you know, got the best of them. And I think that uh, it might come down to them again. Uh, I would – I don't know. I don't want to say I would love for it to be a close one, but that was such a good <laughs> game to watch. Uh, it was so uh, uh, intense. So, and that's what I go to games for is that 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 feeling, you know, of who's gonna pull this out. You know, uh, that's the whole point of it all um, is to see teams rise above like that. So, when the game will be uh, in Chapel Hill this year too, the district finale, yeah. uh, week yeah. eleven. So, it, I I just I think they deserve that that number five spot. I mean, they're, they're a hard team to go get, get over. I mean, they're tough. Yeah, Eddie's got them projected seven and three. Um, all right, uh, Brandon, what you got there at the five spot? I had Kilgore too, and uh, that, like I said, it was, I had it kind of them, them center and Lindell was always kind of about, about the same, and uh, you know, because that's always you know just always a, with them and Lindell in the same district, and it's gonna be a really good game fighting. You know, they either facing the the, a lot of times facing district and then facing the playoffs, you know, some some combination of center, I mean, of uh, Chapel Hill, Lindell, and Kilgore meeting the playoffs. M- most of the time, you play two of them. So. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Kilgore, yeah, like it's uh, be interesting to see what the running back. You know, every year they crank out a running back that runs for two thousand yards. Last year it was Isaiah Ross. Before that was Davin Ryder. We'll see who it is this year. And uh, they got one of the best uh, DBs around, and uh, Zaylin Stoker. Uh, he's a pick, pick machine back there. So. And uh, they got they got some real uh, real real good dudes up front. Uh, Braden Nelson, some others. It you know they're that's why their strong suits are offensive line that in their secondary. So you got a strong offensive line. Uh, you can just throw a running back back there, and he's probably gonna get two thousand yards at Kilgore. So. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're gonna move up to number four. And again, like I said, I think I think we all were pretty in consensus. I think actually all of us had the top four the same. We just had a different order of them all. Um, we that and that was kind of the point. I think Kyle mentioned it earlier about being the bottom being the hardest part of the poll. I think it's top heavy. The top four were kind of, I mean, you could, you honestly right now could, you know, just order them in any four. And to a point, I don't think anybody would argue with you. You why you, you could right now because you just don't know how it's going to turn out. But um, we'll go starting with number four here. Um, we got. Uh, Kyle has Kilgore. Well, actually, Kyle, you have Kilgore here. So, who did you not have up there? I didn't put Pleasant Grove in. Sorry, Eddie. Here's the thing Uh-oh. about Pleasant Uh-oh. Grove. Uh-oh. No, here's, here's my reason. Here's my reason. Here's my reason. I'm just not familiar enough with them. I, I don't. I don't know anything about them, so I didn't include them in the poll. That's the only reason. Man, That's Eddie, my only Eddie, reason. Eddie will definitely be Brandon's sending like, uh, email uh, or the tweet. <laughs> He'll inform you about them now. Hey, I get it. They're gonna be good. I, look, I, I, I feel yeah, you though. I feel you. Last week I was talking about junk that I didn't know anything about. So this week I made sure that I know about my teams that I'm talking I, about. I don't know anything about Pleasant Grove. Oh, I'm not what's, this, what's that mean? Uh, what's that mean by uh, Shaq? Or is like I'm not. I wasn't familiar with your game. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, I, so but, hey, Eddie. Eddie, can you send Pleasant Grove stats to Kyle Owens at netisn.live so that way he'll have those for you. 
you'll have some just the best stats ever for Pleasant Grove, Kyle. So you can be informed about them as as a. Uh, hey, hey, let me give you some Pleasant Grove uh, real quick. They got Eddie's son, Caleb Hackleman, who's going to Oklahoma State. They got Jalen Bordley, who's one of the. I mean, they 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 got uh, Tory and uh, I went blank on his last name, but they Pleasant Grove's got dudes and uh, that them and Gilmer every year is going to be a throwdown, and then then they'll beat so, Carthage in the playoffs too. So, so Kyle, I respect your why you didn't vote because if you didn't know, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I, I, I but I guarantee you, you will from now on because Eddie's not going. <laughs> Eddie's not going to let you live this I'm going to the whole all the year now just because. Ask, ask Vince about that. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Eddie, Eddie didn't forget about last year. He was he was tweeting Vince before the season was starting. I mean, I it, it, seven. He says seven D one players, Kyle. So I, I know they're a good team. I understand that. I I I, 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 I understand, but I'm not going to pay. No, no, I I so weird. Hey, don't 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 get pressured by Eddie, man. That's, that's, that's how you get caught up in stuff. That's how you get caught up. I, I, I'm you not pressured. You hush. Exactly. You don't know. You hush. All right, so so Kyle, you have Kilgore for. Tell us, tell yeah. us why Kilgore is four for you. I, I, I think Kilgore and Chapel Hill are going to be battling for that district championship um, out of that district. I'm, Kilgore played Chapel Hill really tough last year. Um, dang near made the state semifinals. It was a really close game, a three-point loss to Chapel Hill in, uh, like that. So um, I think, I think Kilgore is going to have a good team. I think Chapel Hill is the better team of the district, but I think Kilgore will be right up there with them. Can I record that and play that back later? Sure. Uh, I, I, it's a great day when I have when we have a Lindellian on and he's he picks he says Chapel Hill. Why, why would I, Eddie? Why would I leave Harmony off the poll next week? That makes no sense. Get on, get on, So why would I leave them off? I don't know. I, that's interesting. Okay, so all right, so we got um, we got the let's see who am I, uh, me and or I had I have Gilmer, Corey, you and Vince have Pleasant Grove number four. Uh, go ahead and tell Eddie why you have them number four. So I'm interested Just to see. I got tired of Eddie getting on my nerves oh, 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 oh. about Pleasant Grove. Oh, <laughs> let, let me let me address this. First of all, I'm a grown man. I don't have to tell Eddie anything. Of the reason why I, I reason why I picked anything. First and foremost. Secondly, I picked Pleasant Grove because they are the top four in this area in this region. They are very good. Seven D one players. Great offensive line. Great coach. Brand new facilities. I think they're getting a brand new uh, uh, weight room and locker room and everything else. So, hey, it, that, that's all I'm gonna say. Pleasant Grove was definitely number four on this list. Those other three schools are top tier. Let's just let's just say let's just save the other three schools for what we're talking about. Go, go ahead, Vince. I you know I, I had to put that. Nah, I just said like you know I had to give them that credit. You know, Eddie Eddie wore me out about Pleasant Grove all last year. <laughs> I got tired of hearing it, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna put them up there. <laughs> I'm gonna wait on the fall too, though. But I'm gonna wait on the fall because it's coming. It's coming. Man. I'm gonna be right there. Man, <laughs> See, I'm not wishing on Pleasant Grove's downfall. No, I just I'm 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 man, great football team. <laughs> I mean, I mean it's, it, we're not saying, hey, we, hey this is like we hard said, Pleasant Grove ain't gonna win anything. Vince is gonna have his voodoo doll out and like yeah. a Pleasant Grove football player. He's gonna be like poking them and stuff here. He's trying to like. <laughs> nah. Oh. Hey. They're a good team though. They are a good team. I gotta respect them for that. Um and and like you said, 71 uh um uh, uh, uh starters and and um 
great coaching. I mean, what what else you want me to say? Like they're they're dope. They're just a good school, man. They they got a lot of good things going for them. It ain't just the players; it's the coaching too. Like like Corey also said, they get a new facility, man. They got things going. They 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 moving on all cylinders. So uh, I expect for them to do some big things. All right. I guess uh see I got I have Gilmer number four. Um uh, reason being is they're 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 good, but I think the three teams above them are are better. I mean, honestly, it's not anything against Gilmer. I think it's just of the four teams, I think Gilmer's the weakest in my opinion. Um we'll see week one, Gilmer hosts Chapel Hill. It's gonna be a probably one of the games of the week around the area. Actually it is it is a game of the week, Kyle. Aren't you gonna be there? Nothing's been released. Possibly, possibly. Yeah. So we, I know we have Timson Beckville as well. That's a huge one, week one. But on a Friday, I don't let you get any bigger than that one. So you know, I, we'll see right away where Gilmer and Chapel Hill sit for sure that week one. Um, you, you also have Carthage and, and Kilgore week one. So this poll will shake up a little bit. You'll kind of know exactly where where everybody lies. Not that everyone's going to drop just because they lose to a good team, but we'll kind of know where those big big ones sit. But just to me, uh, you know, Gilmer's good. You know, they're 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 on the Carthage level. They're kind of like kind of like Carthage in the aspect where they just kind of reload every year. Um, and so I think losing Fluellen's gonna they're gonna drop just a little bit. Um, but I think they're still gonna be a, a solid team, and it's gonna end up being Carthage, Pleasant Grove, and and uh, Gilmer right there. Probably whoever wins that region is gonna be your state champion, or a very good possibility of being that. So. Um, I think that's more of the reason why I picked Gilmer here is not because they were – it's just they weren't – I don't think they're as, as good as the other three ahead of them, and that's just flat my opinion there. Uh, Brandon, where are you sitting here with this four spot? I picked I pick Gilmer four, but, I mean, I mean, you could probably toss them on a hat and pick them out and be right, you know, because, I mean, we'll, we'll find out a lot because, you know, like I said, Gilmer plays Chapel Hill week one, and they'll play Pleasant Grove at least once, maybe twice, and so uh, and then they'll play Carthage one of – one of them or both of them will play Carthage, so uh, it'll 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 all sort itself out. But but uh, I, I got Gilmer at four, but you can't go wrong. Uh, you can put it, you I mean, exactly put them at one, but uh, I'd say two to four. You could not be wrong if you put them there. So yeah, okay, all right. Uh, number three here we got. So let's see, uh, see Vince and Vince and Kyle have Chapel Hill three. Um, Corey has Gilmer three, and I have Pleasant Grove three. Uh, Vince, you and Kyle have Chapel Hill three. Y'all, uh, you two go ahead first there. What do you got? What do you like from the Bulldogs there at three? Uh, Bulldogs are returning with a lot of starters. They got a lot of guys coming up. Um, great team, great coaching. I mean, literally, I, I'm going to be real with you. One, two, and three, honestly, this really comes down to – Gilmer and Chapel Hill. I, I Carthage, you, I just had to sit aside and say Carthage, they the king of the mountain. They're not going nowhere. I'm not. I'm not even gonna pay attention to that till somebody knocked them off. You know, uh, and I and so I I sat there for a moment trying to figure out what I liked about Gilmer, what I liked about uh, Chapel Hill. There's things to like about each one of these schools. There's things that might say that could give them a little bit of problems here and there late in the season when they play some tip, some top heavy teams. Um, and so ultimately my decision came down to where they, 
where they faced each other off at last year, pretty much. And so, and because I, I could predict on who I think is better, but honestly, I don't know what's going to happen until after they play each other. So I just went off of what, how they finished after they played each other uh, last year, pretty much. That is how I did it. I think Chapel Hill's the best, the best East Texas team in 4A Division One. Um, I think they're going to represent East Texas. I, I think they'll go to the state championship this year, in my opinion. Um, I think Brisbane is a, a, a hell of a player. So is Ricky Stewart. Um, the only reason I put it behind Gilmer, just for me personally, is because Gilmer, just to me, has a has to go through Carthage and that then Chapel Hill doesn't have to do that. Uh, but in the two, in the first week, those two will flop if, or swap if Chapel Hill beats Gilmer, then I would put Chapel Hill above Gil. I mean, it's hard to tell going into week one. It's a good thing. These two teams play each other week one. Cause we'll get a good kind of a good barometer. A good idea. So this is very subject to change after, you know, week one, but that, I just, I, I just put Chapel Hill well, there. I want to throw this out there, Kyle, while, while you're talking about 2-3. You might as well just have a, a, a BCS uh, playoff matchup with your top four because you got yeah. Carthage and Kilgore was your one and four, and you got Gilmer and Chapel Hill as your 2-3. So yeah. that's going to help you seed your teams there. <laughs> exactly. That's why I did it. You know what I mean? No, I think I, – and, and Eddie made a good point here. Chapel Hill early in the season last year had a problem with turnovers. That was the that was a big issue that Chapel Hill had. If they can cut down the turnovers, then they there's no reason that they won't be in Arlington at the end of the year. I mean, they have the team to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. So next up, we got let's see, Corey. You have you have Gilmer. Tell me why Gilmer's third on your list. I don't think Gilmer's better than Chapel Hill or Carthage. Um, Gilmer's consistent like i said they're a program these top four schools <clears throat> i'm just gonna be honest with you i'm a homer i'm a chapel hill guy pleasant grove gilman carthage all have programs they all have consistent programs and they've been consistent for the past 10 years and they've been growing and growing and growing and they know what the standard is and so as far as talent goes i didn't vote it based off of talent i voted just based off of just that consistency there Gilmer's going to do what Gilmer does. Watched a lot of film of what they did last year. You know, a lot of times they took they took some punches early in the game. But later on, eventually they end up bending their will to a lot of other opponents and teams. And that's what they do. They play mistake-free football. And that's not anything you have. That's not talent. That's just coaching. That's just guys knowing what the, what the score is, guys knowing how to play the game of football. They know what the game is. And you don't get that by youth. You get that by a program. They know how to win football games. And that's a that's a football program. Knowing how to win, when to win, they don't get up and down based off a turnover. You can turn the ball over five times, it doesn't matter. If they, but if they come back and win the game, that's what matters to them, and they play that way. So that's just good program football, man. That's why they're number three. Okay. Well, I, I had Pleasant Grove three, and I don't want to sound repetitive, but it's kind of like the Gilmer one, like, Pleasant Grove is an amazing team, but it's that question. Can they get over that hump? And that hump has been Carthage. Um, I know Eddie's is hoping that that happens this season. His son's a senior and, and, you know, good luck to them this season. But again, it's Carthage. And, and like I said earlier, if you're going to get them a year, it Pleasant Grove's got a lot of seniors. Carthage lost some players. Will Carthage be able to reload? They have in the past. 
we have to assume they probably will, but could it be a year that Pleasant Grove gets them? Uh, like Eddie said, Carthage is their kryptonite. It's kind of like that team that, that stings you. Uh, Gilmer kind of feels probably the same way, Eddie. Um, you know, there's a lot of teams that Carthage is the kryptonite of, of them. I was so. about to say, Carthage is kryptonite for a lot of teams. It, it, they are. And so I I think that's the, that's the thing, like, uh, it could be there could be a state title game in in four A Division two, in that region. You know, whoever comes out of that game has a very good chance of running the table. Now, it's not a guarantee. There's still other good teams around the state, but it's Beast Texas. You know that the, the four A and below. You know, I feel like that we have a team in every region or every division that's got a legitimate chance of making that run. And so, I think Carthage and Pleasant Grove. You could, you know. I think it's going to be a good game. I'd love to be at that game when it happens because I think it's going to be a, a classic. But, you know, I just think right now, if I'm just picking off of what I what I know and what I've seen in the past, I've got Pleasant Grove at three. Uh, Brandon, what you got? I have the same thing, and I'm, I'm going to kind of go ahead and i got to dip out, so I'm going to uh, run down my top three real quick. I yeah, go Pleasant ahead. Grove, I had Pleasant Grove at three, and I kind of went over a while, a while ago. You know, they got – you just – Loaded everywhere. They got, you know, Kari Johnson quarterbacks a stud. They got, I mean, just Jalen Bordley's a stud on both sides of the ball. Uh, they just, I mean, just dudes everywhere. Uh, then I had Chapel Hill at two. I hadn't talked about them much yet, but I mean, we know what, you know, they've been the state semifinals two years in a row. They, you know, lost some players, but they got a lot back. They got D1 talent all over the field. They, you know, they just, uh, between Brisbane, Demetrius Brisbane and Ricky Stewart and Javen Mayfield and, Day Day Ross, Cameron Kelly, you can just keep naming them. They got they got dudes everywhere, uh, up front, in the back. Just like, I mean, that, that I don't know that where there's a weakness at Chapel Hill because you just, every position they got they got at least one, two, three, four, five dudes that can fill in, and they just at every level they and they can come at you in waves. And you know, yeah, there's gonna be some games where they get scored on, but uh, I don't. Not many teams are gonna be able to stop them from scoring at least fifty. So uh, you know, this ain't seven on seven. And uh, when you when you give Demetrius Brisbane and Ricky Stewart the chance to run, it's gonna be a, it could be a long night for your defense. So, and then uh, I got Carthage at one uh, until until they say otherwise they're gonna be number one, and uh, until someone knocks them off, but they'll they'll be number, probably number one all season until at least till they play center. We'll see how that goes, or and at least till they play either Gilmer or Pleasant Grove. We'll see how that goes, but uh, it's, it's Carthage and. Every year, the, the expectations are going to be in Arlington, and um, they've been there nine out of the last six. Well, they've been the state t- championship nine out of the last sixteen years and won it all nine of those times. So uh, there's always a chance it could be number ten, and until we see otherwise. Yeah, that's that's great points there, Brandon. Well, Brandon, thanks for joining us tonight, taking time on your busy schedule. I know you got like a million articles to write. Hey, if you're if you're looking for information about high school football around the area, Brandon Ogden at the Tyler Paper, he's got articles and and things everywhere so go check out his stuff tylerpaper.com uh, brandon thanks for joining us uh, thanks for having me on guys i'll i'll, I'll go watch the rest later too all right see you brandon that's brandon ogden there they appreciate brandon for joining us guys um so we're we're now at that we're now at the two did i get did i get everybody's third uh i think i did i got everybody in so we're at the top two now so we got yeah. we we you got to uh, see me and Corey, or have Carthage at two. Vince and Kyle have Gilmer at two. 
Uh, I'm going to go ahead and let uh, Kyle and Vince go first on your Gilmer at two there. I mean, I already explained it. Mark two. Yeah, it's was, been said. It, it's, We've it, all kind of repeated the same thing about Gilmer. Yeah, like all the one, same way. two and three is, is I mean, it's they're interchangeable in a way, but they got to play each other. So in my opinion, my two and three. So yeah. uh, I'm waiting till they play each other to determine which one of them I, I should rank higher. I don't even want to say which one is better than the other. Which yeah. one I should rank higher right. than the other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So okay. that and, and like I said, for me, I'm I'm not moving cartridge off that mountain. So Martin cartridge stayed number one. Every, everything Vince just said, I co-sign it. Co-sign. It. <laughs> that's, right. that's it right so, there, Ko. So <laughs> me, Corey, have, you can't strip a step. So me, Corey, have cartridge too, and and mainly the reason is I think Chapel Hill is more loaded this year than cartridge, in my opinion. Carthage is consistently there, but Chapel Hill's bringing more back. They've they've been to the state semifinals two years in a row, and they've got a lot of those guys back. They're, they're the only guys you're you're losing. You're losing Tyson Berry, uh, Deuce McGregor, and Kevion Huddleston are the main cogs of that that you're losing. But they've got skill guys. I don't think that's the problem. That I mean, you, they can replace the skill guys. Um, you know, Huddleston's a big loss in the line, but they've got some guys coming in uh, that can fill those spots. I just don't see uh, Carthage to me. They may be right there with Chapel Hill, but they're in two divisions. So honestly, you rank one, 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 two. They're not going to play each other. So I went with Chapel Hill just because, and it's not because I'm from Chapel Hill. I honestly think Chapel Hill has more coming back than Carthage. And to start the season, they're going to be better. Chapel Hill has as many games played in the last three seasons as anybody in the area without winning a state championship. You've got. 43 games in the last three seasons that Coach Reardon and Coach. And he talked about that when I interviewed him at the coaching school. Like they've got the most experience for non non state team, probably close to in the state, you know, having going that deep. So that's why I'm going with, with Cartridge at two, is just because I just think they, they have a more to replace and they're going to have some more questions to answer than Chapel Hill will right out of the gate. So that's my Thanks, Corey, Corey, go ahead. Gotta take my toothpick out. Oh, he's getting serious now. He you knows toothpicks coming out. Carthage is two because Carthage is a two. No disrespect to Carthage. I, I think Chapel Hill may be the most talented team in class four. I'm not just being a homer. Watched a lot of game, and I've actually went and watched a lot of film over the summer and 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 stuff from you know this research on some teams I just hadn't even did any name drop and I look at the full body of work and not as individual players. But you know of course you know we're homers here so we know a lot about Chapel Hill. I'm not just gonna throw any names out there at this point. But it's a program defining moment for those guys. Kilgore has a program where everyone knows what Kilgore does. Pleasant Grove has a program. Lindale has a program. They've been building a program for several years. You know, this is this is a very big year as far as a program to find a moment for Chapel Hill. They're very young, but they have a lot on their shoulders. They're a very experienced football team. Uh, like you said, they played more football games than most teams have played in three seasons in two years. And you've got a starting quarterback that's been out there for the past two seasons, one full season as a starting quarterback. The other one was, what, a quarter of a season. Um, you know, if you think about it, you know, it's a lot on this team, a lot on this young team, but it's a program defining moment for this pro, for this school, for this team. And winning the state championship, you know, you, you say it early, oh, you, oh, you want to win state, you want to win state, but it's going to take a game, a game, and game, and game. 
but I think they're the fastest team in the in the region here. I'm gonna say this, and I'm I'm just gonna get it. I'm I'm gonna get off my get off my chest. The first the week one game against Gilmer will define their season to for me. They'll let me know exactly what type of football team. If they go to Gilmer and they just and it's like fifty to nothing, I rest my case. All right. I have nothing. I have nothing. They have nothing to prove. They go the rest of the year, and and they 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 did what they supposed to do because that means that team is locked in and loaded. You don't go to Gilmer and blank them like that. Not saying that it will happen. I'm saying that that is the mission. That that team is very talented. That's a goal that you want to go to them. You know what? We didn't play our best last year. Let's go to Gilmer. Let's let's put on fifty and then just walk out. Let's play the sub the rest of the half. You know, they're not better than us. Let's play this up. That's how you know that team's ready to play football. And I'm looking for that type of response from that program, from that team, because this is that type of year that they have. So I'm putting them up there, a lot of expectations, but I think they're ready for it. And I think mentally they got to be prepared. It has nothing to do with talent. It's all in between the years. I like that. So, um, and of course, ours are flip-flops, so we can talk about the ones. I mean, me and Corey have Chapel Hill at one and – and Kyle and Vince have Carthage at one. And, and again, like I said a while ago, they're both in different classifications. Technically, you got Division One, Division Two. They're not going to play each other, so you could put them either way. Um, I'm just looking at some things that, that that I've heard and talked about. So I got to talk to Coach McFarland a little bit this week at at uh, school, and he's telling me this year that that Code Blue defense is is going to be locked and loaded. Um, he's thinking under 20 points a game this year. Um, he's saying he's got some dudes. They're that's going. They're going to turn it up. So uh, that's what I look to see. We know the offense. We know the offense. It's, they're going to put up points. Um, Chapel Hill, if if they can stop people, and I know Kyle kind of said this about Linda, but but Chapel Hill for sure. If they can stop people, then they're going to be hard to beat because that what's going to happen is you know last year they got off game one. Gilmer turned the ball over seven times. It's hard to win a football game like that, and so. But if they can stop people, you have better chances because they do tend to have still have those mistakes that pop in, and that's what's going to get them. But if the defense steps it up and is able to turn some of those turnovers and able to hold maybe to field goals, to to four and outs, those kind of things that can save those mistakes, it's going to be tough to get them off the field because with the with the Brisbane Stewart backfield, um, you've got. Kelly and Mayfield. I mean, you're talking about D1 talent while I go with Pleasant Grove. You got two classes worth of guys. You got D1. You got two SFA commits, which I don't know if they're even classified as D1 now. Are they? They're. they're are they Division Two? SFA. They all. Everybody SFA. always moves around. Oh, they're new. Oh, they're new back conference. Like, well, this okay. Well, right they, all these schools move around all the time, Corey. I mean, yeah. it, it's still weird that they don't play Sam Houston. I, I, that's to me, that's still strange, but. Anyway, um, so with all that D1 talent that they've got coming back, I mean, it's just hard not to pick them. Now, we're going to get to see a lot of them. Uh, Vince and I are going to be in some calls. Um, you know, Keith's going to be doing some calls there. But you're right, Corey. Week one, I mean, the first two weeks for me are key. And I think Coach Reardon said that when I interviewed him. Because last year, they let the Gilmer game week one, they let that beat them in week two. They came out flat against Van, and Van took advantage of them. And like Kyle said, Van's always going to play tough. So you can't come out. You know they were still sulking about how 
they lost to Gilmer week one. I, I honestly feel like that was the case. And just they laid an egg in Van, and Van came out and beat them. So those first two games are that not only are they big games, they're revenge games for Chapel Hill because those are those trying to revenge a couple of, of losses from last season. They came out highly ranked in the state, and they lost those first two, and doop, they were out of, the, out of the state polls all of a sudden. So that was a big hit in the mouth. Um, guys, I mean, I know you guys haven't really talked about y'all's yet, Kyle. What are you, you and Vince – what what are you guys thinking about the two teams? What two teams? Carthage, yeah, Carthage, Chapel Hill. Between the two, are you kind of like with us? It's just basically their division one, division two. You could go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, I'm, I'm I think one's one's the best team in D two. One's the best team in D one. Yeah. Can mean, we can we do like a, a a preseason game and let them face each other? So like, no, no, no. Put we them don't, in. We don't want to get my hurt. That's it, man. <laughs> I want a fantasy game. Like those are the kind of games I like to see. I wish they could, you know, do that, do that kind of stuff. Um, so we got the polls. We're all pretty close. I mean, there's the bottom. We're kind of, you know, there's a little bit to go. I think as the season goes, we'll, we'll kind of know what some of these teams are. I'd like to go down and just do a, a quick over each district and let's just pick who we think is going to make the playoffs. Uh, most of these are going to probably be pretty easy. Um, we'll start with the Kaufman district. Um, I think first, that's the one we talked about earlier. They had Sulphur Springs, Kaufman, and Anna. I think those three, we all kind of talked about those, or those are locked. Who, who are y'all thinking at that four spot there? That's going to be the district with um, Paris. I got Paris, Paris at four. Paris. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's that's a pretty good. I like I like Paris as well, Kyle. I think that's a good one. Um, they're kind of on that fringe spot because they're gonna. That's a tough one to to match up against because they're going to be matching up. Um, moving over to the the eastern area. So, um, all right, we got uh, district district nine. Of course, we talked about this earlier. This this could be actually a toss up. To me, it's Chapel Hill and Kilgore still are the best, best two. I think Lindell's a step back behind them, and I, I'm going to say, and this may shock you guys, I like Jacksonville to, to step up and make that fourth spot. I know it's going to be between them and Palestine. And I know you've got some of you may disagree. I, I like Coach Holman and what he's doing in Jacksonville. They were really close last year on a couple of games. They could have gone either way. And I, I just think that this is the year Jacksonville makes that breakthrough. Yeah, I got Chapel Hill, Kilgore, and, and Lindell at three, and then Palestine at four. I think those are the top four teams. I I, I hear what you're saying about Jacksonville, and I think um, I think those bottom three teams are going to be improved. Like we said earlier, there's not going to be an easy week for any of these teams. It's going to be a dogfight week in and week out, but I think that Chapel Hill Kilgore game is for the district title. Yeah, I agree. I think that's uh, they, and of course Kilgore is probably going to have a loss because they're going to play Carthage week one, so it won't be an undefeated uh, matchup. But they could still be ranked if Kilgore runs the rest of their table. Uh, it's possible they it could be a top ten matchup there uh, last week of the season. Pal- Palestine is disrupted. Oh, Corey. Oh, that's a okay. Okay, so so what's your order? So what's your order then, Corey? Uh, I'm not I'm not picking an order. We're picking an order. We're picking, a, we're picking we're picking an order. Give it. Yeah, give us the order. I'm just saying, it's, Palestine. It's, it's just Palestine. a prediction. Palestine's number okay. two. So I'm assuming I'm assuming you got Chapel Hill one. What? I I really don't know who's going to be number one. I don't I don't because the district the district is loaded. I just I just I don't. I don't think Palace is going to win the district, but I think they'll finish number two. I, I think sure. the district championship is probably going to be out of Chapel and Kilgore again. And from that point on, you know, 
Know, so at least man. give us who you think is going to make the playoffs. Who's going to make the playoffs then? If you don't want to give us an order. Lindell, Chapel Hill, Lindell, Chapel Hill, Palestine. Okay. okay. Vince, what do you think? Lindell, Chapel I mean, I mean, the first three, Lindell, Chapel Hill, and Kilgore. I mean, maybe Jacksonville. Okay. No Athens this year, Vince? No inside information. No. I'm still they gotta they they gotta learn to finish in district. Okay. They gotta learn to finish in district. Okay. So. All right. Well if you got any inside information on them and you know, let us know. You know, we need to know this stuff. I'll let you know when some information come up. Okay. Yeah, good authority. <laughs> All right. So we'll we'll drop down to D two then. We'll look at those. Um we got uh, we're gonna we're gonna look at district seven because um you guys, you guys wanted to look at that one, so we'll we'll take a look at District Seven. That's the uh, the Gilmer, Liberty Hollow, Spring Hill, uh, North Lamar, Pittsburgh, and Pleasant Grove. Um, I got Pleasant Grove, Gilmer, then Liberty Hollow, and that four spot. It could be between North Lamar and Pittsburgh for me. I'm going to go Pittsburgh in that four spot, um, but that district is really top heavy, especially the top two. Liberty Island didn't get any respect for me this this past year. I didn't vote for them at all this year, but they're a very good football team. So that's Liberty Island. They are, they have a very good football team this mm-hmm. year. I give them that respect. I'm same as you, Brett. I got um, I got Pleasant Grove winning the district. Pleasant Grove and Gilmer will be for the championship. Gilmer at two, um, then at at uh, <laughs> Liberty Island at three, Eddie, and then Pittsburgh at four. You have Pleasant Grove not making the playoffs. I don't know anything about Pleasant Grove. I don't know anything about Liberty Allo. And to to, to your comment next week, disrespect. To to your comment about next week, Hooks won't be in my top ten for three A either. Sorry. Oh, watch out! (laughs) Well, Hooks folks are going to be all over. (laughs) They left after Harmony beat them in the playoffs. I I talked to to a couple of them. They're supposed to be coming back, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Well, Well. Harmony week and Hook play week one, so we'll see if they come back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll see. I guess they're true. All right, uh, Corey, what do you think there? Who you, who you got making the playoffs in this district? Top four, Liberty Hollow, Pittsburgh, um, Pleasant Grove, okay. and Gilmer. So all consistent there. Same Vince, you got anybody different? You think North, anybody else can sneak in, or you – He's taking the same four. That's that's what it's going to be. Okay. This next district, though, I think, honestly, is the toughest to order. I mean, last year was kind of crazy. You had Carthage at top and, like, Center Van and uh, Rusk all beat each other with some weird tiebreakers and stuff. Honestly, this year I think Carthage is the one. I think Center's the strong two this year. I think they kind of step out of the the, kind of the Rusk um, Van area. I'm going to go Van at three and Rusk in four there in that district. Yeah, I got the I got the same. I think that Carthage center game is going to be for the district championship. Um, could be I, could be Carthage's toughest game on their schedule. I, I think so. I definitely don't think it'll look like last year where, where Carthage won 64 to 28. I don't think it'll look like that. I think it'll be a lot closer. Um, but I got Carthage one, center two, Van three, and, and Rusk four. I mean, Carthage. I'm going center. Oh, one. center. You heard it first one. here. 
Carthage two, Rush three, Van four. Okay. All right. I won't get to beat Carthage, but you know, I said I want them to beat Carthage. I believe. I mean, they played them the hardest last year, and they still lost by what twenty, something like that. Um, they scored the most points against Carthage anybody scored all year at twenty one, I think, or twenty eight. I think. Something. Well, and I think that's part of the that we've talked about with several teams tonight. I mean, they're not going to worry about scoring points, but it's like that defense. It seems like it's a common theme among yeah. teams. That the difference maker is going to be that defense. Can you I defense want them to beat them, but again, I have to I'm, – I'm, I'm looking at it from a perspective of king of the mountain, so I have to keep Carthage up there just out of respect of what they've managed to accomplish over the last decade. And so that puts Carthage number one, center two um, – Rusk and then Van. Okay. Yeah. Rusk and then Van. Yeah, I think. I mean, honestly, you could flip those bottom. Rusk and Van, I think, is going to be a really good one. They, they, they're interchangeable. Interchangeable. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the last district we'll look at is the uh, the nine four A Division two. That's the Silsby Jasper district. I think honestly, those two teams are head and shoulders above the rest. Um, I mean, you talked about it earlier. I like Jasper. I think Silsby's a solid two. Uh, the other teams in the district, you got Bridge City, Hampshire, Finette, Liberty, and West Orange Stark. I'm honestly going to say I'm I'm like Kyle on this one. I don't really know much about the other teams, but um, I'm going to go Hampshire, Finette, and West Orange Stark just on some things that I've looked at. Um, but, I mean, it, it, I would be lying to you if I tell you I would would put any money on that. I, I think, I'm, I'm just going to go off last year's district i mean silsby won that district so i'll take silsby to win it jasper two just because i've i'm more familiar with west orange stark when they played all those battles with gilmer back in the day i'm gonna take yeah. west orange stark at three and then hampshire fan it at four i guess i don't it's know, good, I don't know about well, like well, conrad seems to agree with you, you got western stark at three so okay, there we go well <laughs> great minds do think alike I, I don't have to ask Corey who he's picking on here Hey-o. Mm. You know, Jasper's number one, Sealsby two, Hampshire, Fannett, Fannett, Fannett three, and West also, you know, four. All right, Vince. I don't know nothing about this 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 district. I'm I'm going with Jasper number one, Sealsby two. Um I think those are your top. I mean, those are the teams we're, we're going to talk about. Probably they're going to be sitting around in our yeah, poll. Yeah, we're going to talk about. So, I mean, they're kind of a head and shoulders above the rest of the district. And... Uh, um, you just slip a coin. West Orange Stark. I don't know. Uh, uh, Harden Jefferson. I'm going to go with those two. Harden Jefferson. got a, they, Their basketball team is always really solid. Yeah. Same basketball, Brett. I know. Hey, you gotta. I'm finding ways to pick teams. Well, they they have a good basketball team. We'll just. You know. <laughs> All right. Uh, next couple of weeks, guys. We got the uh, next week. We got the three A, two A, and tap show. We'll be releasing them. That's going to be a tough poll for me. That, there's a lot of teams. You got those two classifications in the tap schools. You got lots of teams to pick from. So I'm interested to see how that all kind of shakes out. Um, something I want to mention, guys, and this is something with the app. 
Um, last year, you probably, you guys probably didn't know this. So last year total in our pick'em games, we had 28 different people pick throughout the season. That's week one to the state championships. Uh, not everybody picked every game. This week, so far for week one, we have 50 people that have picked in our pick'em challenge, guys. 50 people. So what I want to announce is um, we will be giving away something for the winners each week. Now, you only want if you're if you're a NetSN person, you don't you don't qualify for that. Sorry, sorry everybody. I know, I know. Uh, pick'em belt. You got to no, give away no. So belt. every week we're gonna we're gonna have. A, so if you you can only win once. So. You win week one, you can't win week two, three, four, five. You only can win one week, but you still are eligible for the end of the year. We're going to have some kind of end of the year total, total prize. So you got to make sure you pick every week if you're picking your games. Again, we'll be talking about those on the wrap-up show every week of how Corey's theories did or didn't work this week, how Vince's uh, little scrap of paper, he's going to try to be writing down some stats yeah, and numbers. Yeah. And you got to get those out. Kyle's gonna Kyle, madness. Hey, Kyle's gonna have all this inside information now because he's working at the TV station. So he's gonna have all these. He's gonna have these cheat codes on us now. So he should be having. Not for Northeast Texas, though. Well, not you know. for Texarkana. I'm sorry. Oh well. <laughs> That's okay though. That's okay because there's there's. I'm playing you, up the heel character right now. I'm I'm getting into my heel character for Eddie. I'm being playing, the heel. We're gonna call you Professor Ko tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got Con Conrad said he's in on it. Uh, I know Eddie's picked. I mean, I appreciate everyone that's picked so far. It's awesome. Uh, we got lots of new content. We'll have our Beast from the East podcast coming up soon, where we'll talk about the Big Ten games of the week. That'll be our pick 'em. We'll, all the Netizen guys are welcome. It'll be kind of a roundtable discussion about those games. We we'll go back and forth and and pick some teams. Uh, we got. Another podcast, we got the the Old Dog Show with me, Vince, and Corey. We're going to have that coming out soon. We're going to talk. That's where we'll talk Chapel Hill football. So those Chapel Hill football fans, or maybe if you're just interested about what's going on with Chapel Hill, we'll have some good inside information, coaches' interviews, player interviews, all kinds of great stuff here. Um, of course, if you like wrestling, we have DSN, our other channel. Me and Kyle are on there every so often talking wrestling. We bring in this guy named The Professor that, choose everybody a new one when he disagrees with them and uh well it's entertaining we, we get along it's, it's great because it's like four or five of us we we love wrestling and we all have different opinions and sometimes i might agree with kyle once one week and you know other night i didn't agree with him so it's, it's you know never it's, it's always you just never know what you're going to get on there so we'll check that out also uh we got that's so dope first episodes on there too hopefully uh that's so dope crew will have something coming out soon. Corey, you, you got any insight on that? Uh, with the that's so dope, uh, not currently. Okay. No, no, no current news. No news is good news. No news, or, is good news. And you got that first episode out there, so go check it out and uh, listen to the to, uh, Corey. Yeah. I'm still waiting on my invite for the that's so dope podcast, so I'll, I'm sure my invite got lost in the mail. I'll just wait for it. Hey, don't worry, Kyle. I hadn't got my invite, either, you know, so. same thing. <laughs> The same thing happened. My Texas Texas uh, football magazine got lost in the mail. So, but you know what? You know what did come What's in my that? mailbox? A jury oh, summons. Yeah. The, the, they, those always they, come yeah. on time. The jury summons is never going to be late on them. Yeah, yeah. That's like it's a yellow dance, a pink slip, a yellow slip. Now that's all. You know, they got a nice Q code. And everything. I, I, I don't. Yeah. Know. Speaking of QR code, we have our app. Hopefully, if you're able to watch and listen on the app tonight, here's our QR code for it. Android app coming out soon. I'll make the announcement once it's available. 
um, continue to share and uh, expand the app. The more people out there with the app, the more updates our scores and things will be on Friday nights and Thursday nights and whenever the games are. So make sure you go check out as well. Uh, guys, in closing, any uh, final thoughts? Nope. Really Ready for the season to start. I know. We got, what, two weeks from Friday. Oh, hey, I'm going to a scrimmage Friday. All right. I'm going to be at a – it's right down the road. I'm going to be at Lindell. Lindell Scrimmage in Sulphur Springs. So okay. um, I'm going to go out there and uh, see some hey, football two, on Friday. Two teams you ranked in your poll. You can kind of get some insight yeah. on and get a little yeah. extra information. Yeah, maybe. We'll see what happens. All right. Well – We've got an insider channel. Yeah, yeah, KO Insider fan. Channel, you know, up your information. Call me Ian Rappaport. Yeah, Adam Sheffer. Yeah, yeah, Adam Sheffer. Yeah, it's not selling secrets here, man. Oh, that's going to do it for tonight's show. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in and watching. Thanks, Brandon Ogden from the Tyler Paper for joining us. Um, for KO, for CM, for Vince, I'm Brett. We'll catch you next time right here on the weekly wrap up show next Wednesday night, 8 30 p.m. Set your alarm. Don't forget. We'll tune in next time. Everyone, good night, everyone. Peace. Good night, Karen. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, a lineman climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority.
Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea.